let's talk about the top five defenses and special teams. Up first, the New York Jets. The Jets finished last year as a number nine scoring defense in fantasy, but from weeks four through 14, they were number four. And a lot of their issues stem from just being on the field way too much. Their quarterback position was not stable, but now with Zach Wilson on the bench and Aaron Rodgers in the mix, they should definitely win the time of possession battle far more and score more points, which should take a lot of pressure off of this defense. They still managed to tie for fifth in terms of total sacks with 45. They had 12 team interceptions and they led the league with two safeties. As long as they have Sauce Garner and Defensive Player of the Year candidate Quinnen Williams, they're going to be in the mix. They signed DJ Reed, they still have CJ Mosley, and a defensive-minded coach in Robert Sala. So there's little doubt in my mind that they're more than capable of having a top five finish. Next up, the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys finished the year as the number two scoring defense in fantasy last year. They were tied for third with 54 sacks, and they kind of shifted their focus from 2021. In 2021, they led the league with 26 interceptions and took five of them back to the house, which was also a league-leading number. But then last year, that number dropped to 16. However, they led the league in forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, and fumbles returned for touchdowns with 22, 17, and 3. Between Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Trayvon Diggs, Leighton Vander Esch, and newly signed Stephon Gilmore, the Cowboys have more than enough talent on that side of the ball to finish within the top three. So long as Dan Quinn is the coordinator, they're going to be able to dial up plenty of quarterback pressures, which should give them plenty of opportunities all over the field. Next up, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles finished the year as the number five scoring defense in fantasy last year. They lost Javon Hargrave, but they're hoping their young talent can pick up the pieces. They drafted Jordan Davis last year and Jalen Carter this year, and hopefully they can live up to the billing. Both are first round picks out of Georgia and I think they have the talent to do it. The Eagles are coming off of a season where they had 70 sacks, one of only four teams to ever do that. And they were so close to breaking the Bears record, it was scary. While they may not get close to that 70 number, they're still gonna get a ton of sacks. Their secondary is secure with James Bradbury and Darius Slay. And the only issue I see for them is the fact that they have a new defensive coordinator. Jonathan Gannon is now the head coach for the Cardinals, and Sean Desai is kind of an unproven guy. But I think with this much talent on that side of the ball, he'll be able to muster up one of the top five defenses, no doubt. What also helps this defense is the fact that the Eagles run the ball so much and should win the time of possession battle, which should take a good amount of pressure off of them. And they also have the 13th easiest schedule. Next up, last year's number one scoring defense in fantasy, the New England Patriots. The Patriots stayed in games because of their defense and special teams last year. And I think this year will be a little different. As long as Bill Belichick is the coach, they're always going to have a stout defense and special teams. Last year alone, they had seven defensive scores, five interceptions returned for touchdowns, and two fumbles returned for touchdowns. And they also had a punt return for a touchdown. I can't imagine them changing the formula anytime soon. As long as Matt Judon is there and they're able to figure out a way to mitigate their secondary woes, which they should be able to do a little bit given that they drafted Christian Gonzalez in the first round, I think there's little doubt they're going to remain in the top two. The offense is clearly going to continue to struggle. Last year they were last in the red zone in terms of efficiency and scoring, and I can't imagine that changing anytime soon. This team is going to rely on their defense. They also have the hardest schedule, so this defense will probably be on the field a ton. That may actually work in their favor in terms of fantasy scoring because they're going to be on the field all the time.
top in our list, the San Francisco 49ers. A lot of the 49ers' success is going to be contingent on them locking up Nick Bosa. So this could change if somehow Bosa doesn't report. But I doubt that he won't. Last year, the 49ers led the league with 20 interceptions. They had 44 sacks and 10 fumble recoveries. And it wouldn't surprise me if they end up leading the league in both because of the talent they have on this side of the ball. Between Fred Warner, Eric Armstead, Talanoa Hufunga, Deshaun Gibson, newly signed Javon Hargrave, and if they can manage to get anything out of Javon Kinlaw, this team is going to be beastly on defense. You throw Nick Bosa into the mix, there's no doubt this team is going to be able to sack the quarterback, get fumbles, interceptions, scores, the whole nine. Everything on paper says they should be able to build off of the 9.6 points per game they scored last year. It's all going to come down to Bosa, though. The one consideration to keep in mind, however, is the fact that D'Amico Ryans is gone now and Steve Wilkes is the coordinator. Wilkes is obviously very proven. He did a great job in Carolina during the second half of the year last year. I can imagine this team improving in the secondary. I could see Mooney Ward having a first-team All-Pro bid. It's just going to be a little bit of an adjustment. But I think they'll get it together. They're far too talented, and they have too many dogs. Those are my top defenses and special teams. Please subscribe and let me know who you think should or should not be on this list in the comments below.